if there's something strange in your neighborhood, who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! If there's something weird and it don't look good, ow, who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. If you see things running through your head, who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! An invisible man sleeping in your bed. Ow! Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. That's enough. I've had enough. But I do like the bit where he goes, Buster, make me feel good. Ray Parker Jr. from 1984. Title track to the famous Ghostbusters movie of the same year. First LP I ever bought. Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. The soundtrack. The soundtrack. Yeah. What else was on the soundtrack? Do you know? Crap. Yeah, it would have been because that's all the yeah, was that was, renowned. Yeah, it was that song and a bunch of crap. bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Nah, it wasn't well, worth me, the money. Oh well, but the movie was. But oh, the movie was awesome. Let me introduce this bullshit because this is a bit of an impromptu podcast. So I can assure you of that one. Very. This is Invert the Y. Stardate log, Captain's log, 12.1.5.9 in the USS Invert the Wise orbiting another planet or retreat of bullshit in today. He's back. Rocket Razzle. But it's so impromptu because we were having sushi, right, or Japanese, and we were doing wasabi lines. So we've all got. So if we're sniffling, so yeah, if we're sniffling, it's not because we did coke. It's just we got wasabi nose. Wasabi nose. I'm dribbling, man. Pepper nose. I'm gonna. I'm gonna like sneeze, and I'm gonna be wheezy, and I'm gonna have to like rub my nose with my fingers and be very coronavirus spreading esque. You can't say that. No, I can't. No, that's bad juju at the bad juju. Oh, juju. Well, you know why you're here, Rocket Russell? Because you hit me with a fucking bombshell at lunch. I can't believe that. It was a topic of just of conversation, dude. It's massive. I was going to say thanks for coming and doing this episode with me, and you know I'll catch you later on, and you know have have a good one. And then you hit me with this at lunch. And I said, man, I don't think you can leave now. I think you have to sit for another hour and a half and talk bullshit with me because that's a fucking bombshell, dude. I can't believe I hadn't told you that one. No, you've never told me that. And you know what the topic of the show is? Um, Ouija boards. Ouija boards. And ghosts. Ghosts. (laughs) No, I can't believe it. You never told me this story. Ever. I can't. uh, As I said, it was a long time ago and it was interesting. So I used to live with a guy and his mum, she was a hippie who never grew up. And she was into Ouija boards and ghosts and all that stuff. All, you know. Yeah. And she could. So, yes, I've been to many Ouija board sessions. I didn't believe them for a long time. Like the first yeah, three I struggled with it, yep. I struggled with it as well because, you know, it's not tangible. You can't see anything. I always no. thought it was somebody... Pressing against the glass. Yeah, someone pushing the yeah. actual you know, making it triangle move around thing. and all that. Um, and one day I was at one, we'd had a real close friend passed away very close to when the Ouija board session was had and 
he popped up. They asked him to come and talk on it because, you know, these people who would do it lots can sort of try and summons people. doesn't always work, but, you know. And um, he came on and we had a chat via the Ouija board and I asked a question that I knew no one else in the room would know because it only happened the day he died. So I, I hadn't told anyone and, well, he died, so he obviously hadn't told anyone. Yeah. And he answered the question and I just literally mind was blown right then and there. So so who was doing the actual Ouija board? What, what do you call every, that triangle thing? I know well, nothing no, about it. That's, that's for the Flash people. This is what? early 90s so th- it was basically a um a glass that had been blessed and covered in incense yeah and she had a board that she had made so it was just a round board with all the letters around in a circle so the widget board would go backwards and forwards across like that right so not one of those flash triangle ones you see now. yeah that's what i'm familiar with is like the triangle yeah, one so and this was just basically a circle with letters and a few basic words like yes no maybe um yeah so it was yeah so, so you, up until that moment, I thought it was fake. And oh, at that yeah. moment, that's when I was like, holy shit balls. So it was a question that only that person would have been able to answer correctly. And exactly. And it happened yeah. the day he died. Yeah. Um, I was with him the day he died. So it was something that happened before everything happened. And I had never told anyone. And I know he hadn't because, well, he hadn't seen anyone else that, you know, was in that group on that day. And, yeah, it was answered 100% correct and was like, Wow. And so, sorry, the, the lady that was conducting the Ouija board, mm-hmm. is it a, it's sort of seance, is it? It's sort of a seance. It's a seance, yeah. right? Yeah, so. So she was a friend of your, a mother of one of your friends, yeah? So she was my flatmate's mum. Flatmate's mum, right. Yeah. And she was like well into all this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know. And she sort of convinced you to, to try to do a seance? We used to go there regularly because it was around the corner. She cooked great food. Right, you know, yeah. and you know, she had seances all the time. You know, you walked into a house, and it was like walking into a jungle. You right, know, it was just you had to move plants out of the way to get from one end of the house to the other. Yeah, she was just a really cool old lady, cooked yeah. great food, and yeah, happened. To th- I thought she was mad at first with her Ouija boards, but yeah, it's the only thing that I struggle with Ouija boards. I just don't. Because I was telling you at lunch, I know this is wacky shit. All right, I'm gonna fucking hit the button again. Right. <laughs> I'm 99.9% certain that I've personally seen a ghost, at least one ghost, and maybe a second ghost, right? And up until that point, I was a bit dubious about the whole thing. But the image that I saw, and I've never told anyone this, except you at at lunch, basically. I'd seen a medium once before this event. Yep. And maybe they planted the seed in my head, so I'm going to put that caveat into the conversation here because I saw a medium, just curious. I don't know why I went to this medium, I just did. And um, she said a, like a certain number of things which at the time were was interesting, um, but that didn't really appeal to me in terms of like, oh, you're, you're spot on, you're accurate, all this sort of stuff. But she said stuff like... Um, this is before it actually happened. You you will travel to... I see you traveling again. You've traveled before. And I said, yeah, but that was a very generic question. Yeah, generic. And she said, I see you traveling specifically in England. You're, you're going to travel in England with a friend. And again, whether the seed was planted or not, but about two or three years later, I ended up doing that, right? And uh, with a drunken monkey, I traveled with, around uh, the UK with him, around in, particularly in England. And um, 
So I was like, okay, cool. But I didn't realize the connection until years later. But the medium was very specific about a particular individual that she was seeing. She's like, oh, it was weird, man. Have you ever you've, have you had a medium? I've had a medium. Um, I've been to two. See, it's one of those ones, like one caught a few things correctly. The other one was so far off the ball. Yeah. You know, it was like. I can see why you get mixed experiences, but. I, my both my experiences with two different people that were mediums was really like frightening. The yeah. first one, like I said, said, "Oh, you'll do some more traveling." Uh, she said she got really weird. She was only tiny, and then she was like halfway through. I think I paid like forty five bucks or something or whatever, whatever it was, maybe half an hour. And she's like, "Um, oh, excuse me, I'm not feeling very well because when I get a really strong connection." I, I, it, it takes a lot out of me physically, so I just have to stop what I'm doing and turn the fan on and, like, cool down a bit. And I went, okay, whatever. And she said to me, I see a, a, an individual that's standing beside you. He's attached to you. He's a, it's what I would say is an angel, but that's not really the correct word is what she said. And he wears a uniform. Like, a, do you know anyone that was in the police or anyone that was in the army? Or and I said, no, I don't. I don't know anyone. And she said, well, this got this person, he he knows who you are, but you don't know him. So I was really dumbfounded. And uh, she said some other stuff that I felt was a bit hit and miss. But she was very adamant on this particular individual was watching me this individual was angry at me because I wasn't doing what he thought I should do in terms of like, I guess, life stuff. I wasn't being more proactive in different things. And so I'm like, okay, well, whatever. And I paid my money. And as I was walking out the door, it was spooky. She came out of the room and she was kind of like watching me leave. And then she said to me, I just want to give you some advice. You've got a lot of... Um, things happening in the background and I can't really explain what it is but there's a lot of people attached to you spiritually and there's a lot of energy around you I went oh okay and I didn't buy into it and then when I got home I rang my mum and I said to her you won't believe what I've done she goes what I go I've been to a medium she goes what'd you do that for I said I don't know I was curious I was walking past this shop not far from here and I know what this shop is. It's a really renowned place where mediums are and you can pay for a reading and all that stuff. And I don't know why, I just wanted to do it. And I did it. And anyway, she went on about this uh, person that's wearing a uniform. He apparently, she, The other thing she said too was that this guy died. Um, she believed, believed it was a male and he died young and he died very angry. He was a very angry spirit. and um, Definitely a relation to you. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely a relation of mine. But um, actually, it, it actually turned out to be. Because when I was rattling it off to mum, what she was saying, she said, I don't really know what she's on about, but let me think about it. And then about three or four days would pass, and then mum rings me up. She goes, oh, I know who it is. It's one of your father's cousins who died in a horrible car crash at the age of 21. And he died in this car crash because he had a really bad fight with his father. And... Um, jumped in the car out of, like, disgust with whatever was going on and had a head-on collision with a power pole and he died instantly and he was only 21. And the connection is that mum and him were always pretty... Um, they were good friends. Yep. And he'd see mum at work and all that sort of stuff. And uh, while, while mum was going out with my father. Um, and so she said, well, 
what, what, what did it say? What did she say about this uniform? I go, well, apparently she he wore a uniform. And what the uniform turned out to be was, um, Mum said, yeah, because he was a police officer. And I was like, holy shit, right? So the first medium I saw, I didn't really buy into it a lot. I kind of was like, yeah, whatever. Then I saw another medium again years later, different person, and the same thing came up. Same person came up. He wears a uniform. He's not happy. He died young. He died in a very horrible uh, crash or some kind of accident happened to him. Yep. And the same thing. And I was like, holy shit. And I remember walking out of this other place, different place, by the way, and I'm like, oh, I was rattled. I was rattled, man. I'm like, oh, man, this is big. And then years would go by and I had a personal incident, which I won't go into, um, but I remember being upstairs in the bedroom there and I remember I could see something in the corner of my eye and I'm pretty certain I saw it. I don't think I imagined it. And I remember looking over my shoulder and I saw something there. And it looked like a, it kind of looked like he was angry or he was pissed or something. And he told me to do something. And I ended up doing it and it led to a whole bunch of other series of events, which I don't want to go into. But it was a very, very, like, in my head, it happened. Yeah. You know, like I couldn't explain it. I, I still can't explain it. And I've seen, out of the corner of my eye, I told you at lunch, I saw, I think, another person that was completely unrelated. And there are times at night, I know it's all in my head. I know it's all fabricated in my wacky bullshit imagination. And it's usually after watching Aliens. (laughs) And it's usually after watching something like, I don't know, Nightmare on Elm Street or something, right? Classic. All classic movies. And, And I imagine these things in my head but i imagine hearing things they're not the creaking of the house they're not the creaking of the of the place i live in like you know how places they settle and yeah, they creak you, you, and but you know those sounds there you, you know, know those this is other shit and i'm sure i've heard in my head whispers and there's been times when i'm like fuck this place <laughs> like fuck this place so right you know yeah it's a lot we're discussing at lunch well, yeah We've been told by one, and I imagine it was one. So during this time, we were idiots. We were, you know, 18, 19, we thought it was funny to go to graveyards and do seances on top of people's graves. That's insane what you told me. Um, So we've done one. We did one at Tuong, which is a really big and old cemetery in Queensland. And um, so there was a path. We quite clearly could see the path. You could see probably about 20 lights on this path. And we've picked this marble grave because yep. you know, it's marble it's nice nice surface for the glass to slide on so we've set it all up and started and i just sort of was looking i was looking up this path and i hadn't counted them but i knew there was roughly about 20 lights on this path and slowly it wasn't like the lights were turning out it was like a blackness closing in on us and it's not like it was you know when they turn the lights off because it got right up to us and when we ran, because as you do when you see something, it was the trippiest thing ever because it was. It was like a big cloud just moving in, but it wasn't consistent. It was a fog. Yeah. It wasn't fog. It wasn't, you know, it did it move in and stop and then sort of hover there and then move in. It got right up to probably, you know, the end of the garage door there in Dad's, Dad's, Dad's garage. garage yeah. Dad's garage. Our freakiest thing ever. Um 
And then we had another one I was telling you about where we were told from underneath the ground, it would have been a, you know, it was another gravestone. We were yeah. doing another seance and we were told not to do it, to get off, and this wasn't right. And we all just sort of looked at it and it was just like, what the fuck just happened? So you were standing on someone's grave? We weren't standing on someone's grave. We were actually sitting around the grave. And, oh, we and, had, they, and you heard something say, get we'd, off. We'd set up the seance. Yeah. Uh, we'd set up the Ouija board. We were just, they were going through their pre-Ouija yeah. board rituals, you know, burning the thing and saying all their nice stuff. Because the ladies used to do a lot of, um, and again, I, I'm probably butchering it and not doing it justice, uh, a lot of the light saving these, not light saving, um, setting them to the light. So ghosts that are trapped. So oh, they do heard, seances yeah. for that and they'd find ghosts that were trapped and chat to them and then send them onto the light because they were trapped in our spirit, in our earth's thing. So, you know, these ladies, they went, They this was, you know, it was freaky and everyone heard it. It was quite clearly from below the ground we were told, don't do this, it's not right. You yeah. shouldn't be doing this. And it was like, yeah, fuck, we're out of here. Yeah. It was trippy. I know what you mean about the voice. Because like I said, I was told to do something. And I, like I said, I was up in my bedroom. I was told, I saw it out of the corner. I think I was, I had a shower and I was changing clothes or something. I can't remember the, the situation. But I remember seeing it in the corner of my eye. And then I remember the voice. Yep. And it was very, like... A voice I've never heard before, and it was a thing in my head, and it was told, and it told me to do something, and I did it, and then that led to a whole bunch of other crazy series of events. That is another story for another day, and I was like, "Holy shit!" And what I saw was what these two mediums at that time, over the various years I'd I'd seen them, had told me they'd seen. Yep. And again, I could have been, and I I can tell you now, I didn't smoke anything, I didn't drink anything. Maybe I imagined it in my head. I could well have. I don't know. I can't explain it. But it's the weirdest no, shit. Same as me. I can't explain. Yeah. I cannot explain to Wong to this day how like a blackness like yeah. that came in on us. And it was weird because it just disappeared as quickly as it came. You know, we got up and started running and it was following us. And then as we got to the outside of the cemetery, it just disappeared. Like you could see all the lights. You could see everything normal. It, yeah. was, it was like saying trying to scare us off. It didn't want us to do yeah. what we were doing. Which admittedly, you know, it's probably not a smart thing to be doing, but it's weird shit, man. No, oh, and no one believes you too. Like I remember telling somebody about it. I can't remember who I told, but I did tell somebody about it, and they just looked at me like, "Well, you've fabricated that in some way." But I don't think I can. I don't think that my mind is that intelligent enough to make this up. Like in terms of the description that I can recount in detail of what I saw, yeah, like, and then what I heard, you know, like. So I don't know, man. I, I've heard other people tell me they've seen this, like similar things out of the corner of their eye. Never directly straight at straight at you. Not like Ghostbusters shit. Like it's not like that. No, I've seen them out of the corner of my eye. I've seen a couple. Um, one was at Fremantle Prison in WA, which is a ghost tour now. Right. That was pretty creepy because that was actually chilly. You could feel the yeah, chill. Yeah, that's was, a common theme, mm, man. With it ghosts, was yeah, really weird. Um, what were you doing out there? You work in there, or were you? No, no, we're just on a tour. On a tour, like because I remember I lived in WA. Oh, that's right, you did. Yeah, um, it was just a tour. It was cool, and definitely do think there was something there. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we've seen a few things. I've had a few odd things happen to me, like we're discussing. So, the Ouija board session with the friend who died. Um, I've seen him three times since he died, 
um, and yeah. they've all three times have been within minutes of something happening that could have killed me. And it, it's the like the first time I saw him, I was driving from Brisbane to Toowoomba late one night, um, coming back from a party, and it was late. Everyone in the there was a van of eight of us. And everyone else was fast asleep. I'm chain-smoking cigarettes trying to keep awake because, you know, we'd been up working all day and then gone to this party. And I don't remember drifting off. All I remember is vividly, vividly driving towards my friend who died um, and hitting him. And as I've hit him, that's what's woken me up. And I was off the road in the middle of a free in the middle of a four-way freeway with Brisbane to Toowoomba Road. Yeah. As I've pulled the vehicle up, we've hit a it's like a um, like a moat. Well, not a moat, but yeah, you know, like a drain. Sorry, across the road to get rid of water. If we hadn't have, if I hadn't have seen what I saw, we would have been dead. There's no two questions in my mind. You know, we would have hit that, and that just would have. It's would like have. it's kind of like what I was trying to say before, but I didn't say it very well. It's like I heard that voice tell me to do something. Yep, and that's probably saved my ass a number of times. And um, why it appeared? It's not appeared since, by the way. Like I can't say it's. Uh, like a visitor that's always here and it's always like hanging out with me and we're like chewing the fat about the good old days. You know what I mean? Like none of that stuff. It just was a like a one-off, maybe maybe twice. Uh, I don't really remember the second time as well, but the first time I do. And I am sure in my dreams, but I don't trust dreams because they're weird. Like you don't know what REM sleep is doing and you don't know what your own – like bodies doing when what you, you were thinking of before you went to bed. You don't know, like all sorts of stuff. But I think I've felt that I've woken up in the middle of the night and from a deep sleep, and I but I have felt that I've seen. I, I believe I've seen this this individual again, but I don't trust that because like sleep's weird, you know. Yeah, what? I got woken up one night. I woke up. Something woke me up. It was a big bang, and I, as I was going back to bed, I'd gone and checked the house, yeah. gone back to bed, and I felt this really. It was it was like someone sitting on me, but there was no one there. And next time we were at the ladies' place, you know, that come up on the Ouija board was like, huh, did you feel my ass the other night? And I was like, huh? What the fuck? So you did a Ouija board. Sorry, you did a Ouija board again after that oh, incident. Oh, we did heaps of Ouija boards. Oh, it, was, it was a weekly thing at one stage there. Was it? Yeah. I mean, I didn't believe it for the first probably year. I think our mate was still alive for about the first year. It wasn't until just after he passed that I was like, oh, fuck, this, 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 and it was after that question, this may yeah. actually be legitimate shit. And uh, so the, the per, this particular individual, sorry, was saying, did, did you like me sitting on, on your yeah. chest? did you like me sitting on your chest? I was fuck. like, what the fuck? I, I vividly remember it was weird. It was just, it was like, I was sitting on my chest but not on my chest. Like in my chair, it was. I was sitting there thinking I was I've like had a heart that, attack or something at one stage there. Yeah, I've had that experience where you can't move but you can see mm. when you're in deep sleep. Have you, have you had that experience? Yeah. That, there's a there's a reason why I can't remember what the uh, scientific rationale is for it, but they this goes back to alien abductions. This weird shit, this wacky shit. We always fucking always talk about it. You know when people claim that they've been abduct, abducted, oh, and but they, they feel like astral they, travel, astral travel, but they feel like they can't move. Yep, there's a reason for that because your your muscles go into some kind of paralysis. Um, because like the science, the the people that try and debunk all of this stuff have got a very good 
like this, the the uh, cynics have got a really good argument, counter argument to people that say, well, I woke up and there were two beings standing by the foot of my bed, but I couldn't move and the light was really weird. Well, apparently there's a reason for that in your own sleep. Yep. It's when you're awake, but you're not really awake. Yeah, it's in that medium place. Yeah, and it's something to do with serotonin. I don't really understand it enough to have like a big like discussion on it, but there's a the sign like there's people that have come out and said, well, that's why you would not be able to move, and that's why you would see things differently, and that's why you might be hallucinating because you're seeing images there. Because when you're in deep sleep, like like REM sleep, rapid eye movement sleep, and you actually awake from that point, you are unable to move because your muscles aren't firing with the brain and all that sort of stuff. It's very very complicated. I'm not smart enough to go into it, but. No. But oh, look, I know what I saw, man. That's all I'm going to say. You yeah, know? and that's yeah. the thing is, yeah. As I said, I didn't believe it for the first year or so. Same here. I didn't. Uh, believe I thought shit. Oh, this is crap. My, and, and you know, back then it was my theory was, well, if this is what I've got to do to get a really good feed, because you know, I was seven, yeah, 18, 19, living right. out of home, you yeah. know, it was like oh, Saturday night. We'll go there. We'll have a good feed. I'll push a glass around on the table with them. Have a bit of a laugh. Smoke some pot. Yeah. All's, all's good. Yeah, yeah. And it was a year or so until I. Went, fuck, how, no, no one in this room can know that answer. Yeah. No one. Yeah. You know, how has that just been spelled out on the board in front yeah. of me? It was the creepiest And this thing. is why I don't expect anybody to believe what I've said, what you've said. Because no. unless you've experienced an event where you know specifically that response that only you would know or a handful of people would know. Mm-hmm then only then can you tr- trust what you've seen or heard, right? Yeah, that's, like I was telling that's you, it. The yeah. night he died, or the day he died, within minutes of him dying, there was a blackout in three suburbs, which was weird because you know, it wasn't summer where there wasn't air conditioning. We Blackouts weren't a thing we used to have regularly. There was a blackout in three suburbs. Um, that night we went back to a friend's place. Um, you know, everyone was mourning and unhappy. And we were sitting downstairs. It was a two-story house. Everybody was downstairs. There was no one upstairs. There wasn't a gust of wind. And there were random doors slamming upstairs yeah. in the house. Um, downstairs was also famous for only being able to pick up one radio station, which was a country and western station. This radio downstairs just would only pick up that. And that played the end by the doors oh, that night, oh, which shit. was like... What? Oh, dude, I've got goosebumps, man. I'm freaking the fuck out now. It was the weirdest shit. Oh. I'm, I'm oh, you same. got the goosebumps? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, like This radio station, like you couldn't, no one even bothered changing. You could hear it in the background. It was country yeah. and western, and then all of a sudden, it was the end by the yeah. doors, which is, so we all knew he was going to die. It was it was a build-up to it. So, so it wasn't a surprise, like a sudden death or anything like that? It was, it was a sudden death in the fact that he died, but it wasn't, we knew it was going you to happen. You were shocked. It was not as shocked as, you know, if it's something just dropped dead next right, to Right, yeah. We knew it was going to happen. We'd known for a couple of years. Doctors have been saying for at least a year that he you know, he was beyond their timeline of what they expected him to live, you know, right, that yeah. kind of stuff. So it wasn't like it was a, you know, it was a shock thing, but it was just the, the, the events that happened afterwards were all really weird, you know, like this radio station playing the doors, the end which is a song he had been, we'd been discussing his funeral and he was saying, I want this song played at my funeral. Yeah, and it comes on this radio station that night. Uh, doors, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, like the counter argument is coincidence. Like, oh, coincidence. Maybe the power grid went out, then that radio station played the end, which is, by the way, not a really common song to play on a radio. No, it's, it's know, a really depressing it, it's song. It's depressing and it runs over the radio-friendly time of three to four minutes. It's what, eight, nine minutes, isn't it? Something like that. And it's got really weird bits in it. It's a, I tell you, the end is a, a strange, like, Doors song. It's just a very difficult song to listen to. Yes. It's, Especially um, when it's accompanied by a, Apocalypse Now. <laughs> You're right. This is the end. This is the end. My beautiful friend, yeah. the <clears throat> end. Yeah, and that song to come on, it was just weird. It was just a string of events. It was like, yeah, I believe there's something else there. I don't know what it is. I'm not going to say it's like, you know, like everyone says, there's that one higher, greater power. Well, I think there's something after life. I just don't know what uh, it is, and I don't think it can be related to one thing. I don't know what it is, man. I don't know. My, You know what my theory is on it? It's a bit depressing. I think when, when it's all said and done, actually, you know what? I don't know if you ever saw... The Kevin Smith uh, podcast with Joe Rogan, and you know what I'm about to say. When Kevin Smith, he he had a heart attack. Yes, we and the world knows about that. Yeah, the whole world knows about that. But when what he said was was that he had the heart attack, and then he was pronounced. I think he was declared he was dead, clinically dead for about two minutes or something like that. But he remembers that. He, I like the way he puts it. At the time, then he knew something was not right and there was no coming back, every worry that he ever had, he didn't give a shit. He just didn't give a fuck about the bills that he didn't pay and the money that he owed for this and the the movie that he was working on or what. It, it didn't matter, right? And I think that actually does happen. But then after that, it's just black men. Because you, you've had, gen, you've had um, general anesthetic. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know when they put the thing, the mask on you and they say, Oh, they don't even do that now. They just say, all right, we're going to make you go to sleep now and bang, right? They used to say count Get backwards. Back they don't even do that now. Trust me, I can assure you that they don't. They just put it on and you're fucked. Um, but that point where you're going a bit like, you know, funny yep. and you can't quite comprehend what's going on and then there's black, I think that's what happens. That's I what know. I think. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see yeah. one day. But I was talking to you at lunch about we had the wackiest fucking lunch, man. Because <laughs> we come back from lunch, we were sabied up, and we had all these wacky fueled, ideas. Fueled on wasabi. Fueled on wasabi. But that one about reincarnation. Oh, that's that's a that, weird. That was really that's weird. That's the wackiest shit as well. Like so, again during this time frame of living with this guy and knowing his mum and all that, um, she was into regression hypnosis. So oh, she yeah. figured we should all go and get it done. It cost me an absolute fortune, but I thought, oh yeah, no, be fun. Yeah. So apparently in my past life, I was a getaway driver for the Mafia. <laughs> um, and I apparently fell in love and wanted to get out of the Mafia, which is why I have a fear of water today because they didn't want me to go. And I ended up getting – I got away, but then they tracked me down and found me and gave me the cement boots, which is apparently – why I have the fear of water. I so you today. really do have a fear of water? Oh, um, mass, I hate open space water. So you, do you swim? Very rarely. So you, do you, you don't like the beach? I fucking hate the beach. I'm not a beach. You know what? I don't like the beach because I don't like what the sun does to your body, right? And I don't like wearing sunscreen because that I think that's a fucking, that's an open can of worms that no one's really talking about. And um, Well, just look at that. What's that um, place? What's that island? 
gone a blank. They've just banned Fantasy sunscreen. Island. No, no, yeah. Fantasy Island. They've just banned sunscreen on this island because it's actually damaging the reef. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, if it's damaging the reef, what's it doing to your body? Yeah. You know? Yes, very much so. So, like, I'm not a big fan of applying it all the time. And I think it's a bit of a wank because you can't apply it all of your body, can you? Yeah. You're going to miss a spot, you know? Like, I'm okay in a lake or something or somewhere where I know the bo- where the bottom is. What about or- a lagoon? Because uh, in Hawaii, they've got lagoons. That drop away, yes. That drop away. So, no, that's not a good thing for you. No. no. Oh, look, I don't mind looking at it. I think it looks really pretty. Not interested in getting in there. You're right. That freaks me the fuck Yeah. Out. Especially ocean. And that's really strange considering you know, I used to surf and do all that years and years ago. So, you were you, okay. So, you were happy surfing and swimming until this story came out. No, so there you was, were told. It, was, no? it was a couple of years beforehand I stopped liking water. And then a couple of years later, I got this. We went and did this regression hypnosis, and that came out. I was like, "Oh, well, that it could explain." It was really weird. It was actually, I didn't wasn't ever a fan of the water. I liked yeah. it. I liked the surf, and I liked it because I could have a board. It always scared me, but I didn't know why. And yeah. then there was just after one session, it was like, "No, nah, I'm not interested anymore." Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, I was really big fear about it. So and then we had that. And they told you what your basically past life was. Yeah, I'm assuming. I wish he was here for once. Jason Relaxation, who, by the way, is not here. Um, he, I'm sure, I might get this wrong, and he'll probably be angry when he hears it, but I am sure he was in the city somewhere and a random person came up to him and said, do you realise that in a past life you were you were killed in, like, feudal feudal Japan as a, like as a warrior or a ninja or some bullshit? And you have a love or fascination with Japan because of that. Something like that. And this was before he went to Japan to, to work and to live for a while. And um, that freaked him out. This random person just came well, up to him, you know. That would freak you out. Yeah, something about your, your, an, your, your ancestry or your reincarnation. You were originally from Japan. Our ancestry is clearly not Asian, clearly not Japanese, <laughs> as you can see. But... um. He, he was told that. And it's weird because that guy always um, had a love for Japan and anything Japanese. And uh, I remember one time, even Super Simon shared out to him when he was on the show, he goes, your brother's always had a fascination of Japan. And then he made some comment like, senpai, no. <laughs> like some weird, wacky shit. But it's weird. That guy just, some person just approached him to, to just and told him this shit and then walked off. That, that you know, just freak you out. I've heard stories where people have been told, um, someone I, I know, they were told that if you don't marry this person now or you don't propose to this person now, then that person's going to leave you because this other person's in love with them or some bullshit. I've heard that many times. Um, and random people will just walk up to them and go, hey, do you know... This person you're going out with, you kind of need to settle that person down because someone else has got eyes on them. Yeah, I've heard, I've had people tell me that. I've never experienced that because no one loves me, man. <laughs> Your no. two listeners do. Oh, my two listeners too, they do, and I think the Cookie Queen does too. God bless her. But um, other than that, no. It's weird, wacky shit like that where random people just tell you this stuff. That and that's why freaked me the fuck out. Yeah, that happened to him. I'm sure it did. I wish it was here to explain it. And I know what I know. When I see the mediums, and I know it's so easy to dismiss it, it's the easiest thing in the world to go, it's a load of shit. 
Yeah, because a lot of it's, it's prying questions. Like we watched a guy, and you know, there's people who do it professionally who can, well, you know, ask you questions and get the answer without you well, actually that's, knowing. You that's can, the bullshit one. Yeah, they're the bullshit ones. Yeah. See, that's what I think. The yeah. second one I went to, I think she was a bullshit one. The first one had some very interesting things to say, and a couple of them have panned out. Yeah. A couple of them haven't. Like, I'm not rich. I don't know where she got that yeah. one from. No, I, I had the same experience, but I must admit, a person that I knew, I think I might have tossed up the idea about going and seeing a medium, and I think they told me that the the, the trick is when you go see a medium – you don't tell, you don't say shit. No, you don't say anything. You you literally just sit in the chair and say, "Hi, my name's Retro Dan. Okay, good to meet you." And then they start asking questions, but you don't you don't elaborate. No, don't like answer. so they say, "Oh, I, actually, I remember the first one I went to. They said she said to me, uh, you have a brother.'" And at that point, I was very cagey. I was very like distrustful of this person. I don't know why. I paid her money to tell me shit and i was like fuck you and she's like um you have a brother and i went yes that's it and she's like oh he has a son i'm like okay and i'm like i just went yeah and then she went into this big spill about that you know it'll be okay he's having he'll he'll have his trials and tribulations but in the end it'll be okay and it was extremely specific even the age of that person, the age, like how old he was, yeah. right? And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then, you know, you've got this, you know, your, your mother's this way and your father's this way and this, this and this. And it was all very specific. And I, I just sat there going, yes, no, yes, no. I never elaborated on it. And I gave her nothing. And to the point where she said to me, she got very cluey right at the end before she hit me with a bombshell of the, spirit that was attached to me and was angry and had a uniform before that she's like well you're very guarded you're not you're you're making sure that i have to probe to find out what's going on with you you're not you're not giving me anything and i remember telling her well i want that that's deliberate i want you to figure it out i'm not going to give you anything yeah Yeah. i've paid you for a job dance monkey yeah and she said that's she goes that's totally fine that's okay it just makes it a little bit harder for me but i'll find out anyway and she, and it was like all I'm going to say about mediums, if it works, is that it's very intimidating. I found it. I I personally found. I don't know about you, but I found it intimidating because she was probing me very, very hard, and I walked out of there going, "Holy shit!" I thought I told, I said nothing, but at the end of it, it was like she said she. I told her everything. You know, that's how I felt. Like maybe I, maybe I, I said a few things, and she picked up on it. You know. But she, but I didn't. I, I sat there, man, like a rock. You know, I didn't say shit. You know, that's why you should do it. it that's what you're you have paying to. for a service. Yeah, but people, you know what? People fall into a trap. They go in there and they say, "Oh yeah, I've got a, I've got a nephew, and he's twelve years old, and he has trouble at school, and oh yeah, I have a red car, and oh yeah, my father died at a very young age of a heart attack. Oh fuck, you've given them everything they want. Yeah, and then and, and then they flip it and they give you, they tell you what you want to hear. That's more the point, yes. Yeah, whereas I got told shit I didn't want to really hear and I didn't get the, oh, you'll meet this hot 18-year-old chick that's got like Swedish, she's a Swedish masseuse. Yeah, she's got, <laughs> no, I didn't hear any of that. You know what I mean? I heard, I actually got nothing about that. And I think the second one, I asked her specifically. She goes, oh, it was very funny. Oh, this is a big one. 
The second medium I saw, Rocket Russell, this will spin you out. It was voodoo shit. Voodoo. I'm fucking not, I'm not kidding you, man. We love voodoo. I'm being serious. So the first one I saw was very normal. She just had a typical velvet line table, round table. Just, I had a cup of tea or a coffee or something. She had a drink or something. It was just like me and you talking now, right? The second one I saw was voodoo shit. Because I walked in, at least in my eyes it was, I walked in and she said to me, there's a glass of water in front of you, can you please drink out of it? And I went, okay, so I drank out of it. And she was um, she was a South American, somewhere in South America. So she had a very uh, thick, has, like Hispanic accent. Yep. And she drinks out of this cup and then she says, um, okay, thank you, darling. And she takes the cup. And she starts, I can't simulate it, people can't see what I'm doing, but she basically starts smelling it and like like it's wafting. She's like breathing, breathing it in and she's like, and then she starts saying this shit in Spanish and she's got the cross and in front of her, man, I am not making this up, I'm looking you in the eye. She had fucking bones and she had the bones and she fucking like dice and she threw the bones on the table. Oh, like runes. Like runes, yeah, like bones. Wow. And I'm sitting there going, oh, holy shit. And you know what? It could all be for show. It could all look really cool. I mean, it but it, to the, to I, I, would be, I, I was scared shitless. I'm like, holy shit. She had like these bones and she's like throwing them on the table. And, and then she said, she basically repeated verbatim what the first uh, medium had told me three or four years before. But this one had a bit more to say. And, uh, she had some other things to say that, again, I, I don't want to repeat. I'll tell you off air. And um, I freaked out because I didn't – again, I sat very quiet. I didn't say anything about her, but I had a lot more to say this time if I wanted to. Yep. And she was very, very specific. She she told me she, she was brutal. And I was like, holy shit. If I wasn't a believer before, I am now, you know? Yeah, see, my one – a couple of the parts were right, but she did say I'd get really sick in my late thirties, and they wouldn't know what it was. So that never come true, thankfully. Touching wood. yeah, touching wood, yeah, touching wood. She wasn't out by a decade yeah. or something, yeah, yeah. But part of it was true, and she picked down to you know certain amount of kids that I'd have, and that something had happened to one of them, and that was kind of weird. Yeah, which I didn't even I've forgotten so, all about so until so you so until you, it happened. So you know me, yes. I didn't say anything. You know what I'm about to say. She fucking knew. Mm. Because I've drunk that water and she wafted it in and she said it. She goes, There's there's that's what's happen that's what's happening with you, isn't it? I go, What? I didn't say shit. She goes, I know. I know I can tell. I can just tell something's not right. And went, Fucking hell. And then she went into specific detail about everything that I do. Yep. And she knew it. Right? That's and I must freaking. admit, I must admit the first one. I was ready to finish up after she basically went through the big detail of all the, you know, angels and all this stuff. And I was kind of like losing interest. And then towards the end, she said, your work's going to change. And I'm not making this up when she said to me, and again, maybe she's planted the seed and it ended up happening and growing. That's very possible. But she said to me, your current work situation will change. That'll finish. And it'll be very favorable for you. And I can see you, and I'm not making this up. I'm looking you in the eye. Yep. You and somebody else, I can see you doing something in a garage or a basement. 
No, I'm going to fuck it up. I'm not making that up. And you've done both of those. I did. I be, did both of those, right? And both of those things happened. The other thing that I'll tell you about off air, and you've picked up on anyway, when she, the other medium, she drank that drink. That happened. Well, we know that happened. Yep. And the other thing, the other thing she said happened too. The only thing, I mean, I asked the the one that was the second one that had the the drinking cup thingy, and she had the bones on the desk. She says to me, "Well, what about?" Do you want to ask the angels anything else before I go, darling? Time's almost up. And I said, well, what about relationships? And that's where she lost me because she kind of waffled a bit. She didn't have a really good answer for me. Then she started talking about um, Tuesdays and Thursdays are my best day to meditate and it'll help me heal. Um, she told me about different other things and it became more of a like a motivational thing, like a <laughs> motivational speech type of thing. And um, she lost me. but And that's where you got to take the good with the bad because, like you just said, some of them are right on the mark and sometimes they're not on the mark at all. It's like they, they, She completely lost me, man. Yeah, I mean, you know? I think they, they must go in with a theory of 50-50. You know? 50, we, 50 if, we yeah. can get, if we can get some of them, yeah. we're all good. If we yeah. don't get all of them, well. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's strange. Like I said, yeah, your thing, I've had one, yeah, that told me a couple of things. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, well, you don't, how could you not? There's no way you know that. There is no way yeah. from drinking a cup that you know that. There's no way, right? I didn't tell you shit. I walked in and said, hello, my name's Retro Dan. She told me her name. I can't remember her name. And I thought, oh, wow. I started like looking at the bones on the table and the cup of the this weird cup that was in front of me and the, the, the crucifix was everywhere. There was crucifixes everywhere in this room, not just on the table, on the, on the wall. And I'm like, oh. She had the obviously the crucifix around her, her neck, and I'm like, oh, I'm freaking out, <laughs> right? And it was weird. It was the weirdest experience I ever had. That well, I think I had with her. I think I paid thirty minutes, and then I said, oh, do you have time and maybe give me more answers on this because I was looking for answers, and I think that was a mistake because I stayed another 10, 15 minutes, and that ten fifteen minutes was more of a, you can do it, you got this type of speech and that's not what I really wanted from her. No. So you got to take the good with the bad and and some of the things they've said have have come come true and some of the things I kind of just nah you didn't really hit hit this, the nail on that one so Yeah, so you got your couple of truths and then some yeah. fluffy stuff to There's some you, fluffy shit yeah. there, yeah. I yeah. think they do that to pat it out. So yeah, because I was yeah. meant to be mega rich by the, one of them and No. But what is rich but man? Are your life rich? You might be. I got friends like you. You got friends like me, man. Pickle Bear and you got the Pickle Bear slash Nervous Nathan. You got you've made a new friend and the Drunken Monkey. Go the Drunken Monkey. Yeah, did he have a safe trip? I think he has. Yeah, he's okay. And um, you know, you're you're contacting my stupid brother Jason Relaxation, coming up with crazy wacky theories. But you know, oh yes, hold tight, ladies and gentlemen. We got some great conspiracy theories coming up for you. I shake my head. If he had been here today, there would have been a cracker. Oh, and I would have just sat back and I would have let you two go and I would have made myself a cup of coffee and chimed in every once in a while just so that you know I'm still alive and then what that would have been what, it. What kind of coffee is that, Dan? <laughs> oh. Hey, kids, if you want a good coffee, get a killer coffee. That's right, killer coffee. Come in, espresso capsules if you've got an espresso machine, so it's espresso compatible. And they've got industrial strength coffee and with no bitter, and mm. no bitterness. 100% bitter free. 
They're so bitter free that you don't even really need sugar. So you can fucking hide it up and don't have that terrible sugar, which is bad for your body. Killer coffee. If you order 100 capsules, I think you get like a skull mug or something. But it burns your hands, so you can't really use it. Uh, they get the um, the coffee, the travel mug. Good good travel the mug. The travel mug doesn't rattle, apparently, either, according to Rocket Russell. Fits in my uh, center console. Lovely. Lovely. Killer. Lovely. Tight as a glove. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Killer coffee. Check it out today. Don't know the uh, the web address. I think it's killercoffee.com. I think it's killercoffeeco.com. Go to the discount section and put in invert the Y10. You won't get anything, but maybe they'll stop oh, yeah. that and we'll get some the, uh, free coffee. <laughs> what, what is it? The, the, the code is Super Simon. <laughs> it doesn't work. Invert, invert the Y10 and yeah. uh, nothing will happen, but you know, at no. least they know we're, we're plugging them. We're plugging them. Yeah, we're not sponsored by Killer Coffee or a repeat. We're not. I wish we were. I'd support them. They're fucking uh, awesome. If That's one of the best recommendations you've given me. They've given me heaps of recommendations over the years, like check out... Uh, de- uh, what is it? Pretty Hate Machine by Nine Inch Nails. It's better than uh, what was it? Um, Everything. Uh, what was Downward the- Spiral? Downward Spiral. You told me about that. I don't. Eh, it's a pretty good recommendation. But Killer Coffee's your best. Oh, it's great. Sh- I'm glad oh. I found it. Huh? I found it. Who found it? I found it. You did. Yeah. I it- didn't found it as. Oh yeah, yeah, found it as your company. Yeah, no, I wish. I got then the- I could be rich. I haven't told the old man about it because he buys an espressos, right? And uh, they're bitter. You don't realise how bitter they are until you actually try killer coffee, right? And uh, I said to him, man, you can have a really strong coffee and you don't need to worry about the bitterness and they're cheaper than Nespresso too, by the way, you know? And I think they fit in the little Nespresso machine better than any non-Nespresso yeah. capsule that's, that's out there. They're fucking great. I stand by that product. I'm standing by that product too. Yeah, it's great just, coffee. Just like our t-shirts. Not sponsored by, but fueled by. Not sponsored by. by, no. Definitely fueled by. No. They're, they're, they're nearly as good as our t-shirts, Rocket Russell, which you can get at shop.inverti.net. I'm not rolling the monkeys again. I'm just too lazy. to. I'm too <laughs> scared now. I've got to sleep tonight now. That's going to fucking freak me out with all these ghost stories and Ouija boards. And <sighs> I just, I've never done a Ouija board. Um, I've never done it because I just think I'll be freaked out, man. It's a weird thing. And I don't thing. believe it, really. And, like, it's weird. It was weird when I first started doing it, not believing in it. And yeah. just thinking, wow, how are they pushing the glass so smoothly? Yeah. And, you know, why is there no... And that was what I was looking for in the first, you know, the few first heaps of times. It's like I'd be sitting there, I'd be slightly ducked down at the table trying to work out who was pushing it because, obviously, the glass was going to move that way and... Or maybe this was set up before I went in and, you know, because there was normally four or five people at these things and maybe they all know and they're all keeping pressure on evenly so that, you know, this person's in charge but these people, so the glass doesn't tip. And But then that happened and it was just... I'm worried about Ouija boards. Not Okay, I struggle with the legitimacy of it. My biggest worry about uh, Ouija boards is that I've seen too much Hollywood. Whenever you do Ouija boards, you summon the demon or something and, like, the... The bad ghost comes out and, f- and messes with you. I just think it's like a portal for evil. Yeah, <laughs> I look, we were there one night, and I remember they hit a a bad a bad person. Did they? Mm, yeah, no, it was pretty bad, and like the glass flew off the table. Are you serious now? Yeah, yeah, it was. What the fuck? Oh, what happened? Um, 
they were just doing so they used to do as I said you know they they set up the Ouija board and they'd go finding lost souls as they referred to lost it. souls yeah so what's a lost soul one that hasn't made it to heaven yeah it's and stuck, still stuck in stuck, this in stuck this in this time plane yeah, you plane, know yeah. this this plane here yeah. so they used to go hunting for lost souls yeah it was one of their things and they'd have a chat to them and get some information about it and then send them off towards the light that was their regular thing and they hit one one day and the gla- I've never seen the glass move like it had moved on this day. And then he started getting angry and the glass was backwards and forwards and you were tr- actually struggling to keep your finger on so it. So you don't believe someone could push that and pull not, that? Not like that. Not that, like that. That was, there's no way. You, you were struggling to keep your finger on the glass. There's no way you could have pushed it and had somebody counterbalancing your pushing. And then it just, he started swearing, like spelling out swear words. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it, the glass just flew across the room and shattered against the wall. Holy was, shit. Mm. So you don't think that the person in controlling the Ouija board picked it up and it. threw it? They couldn't have done it. Couldn't have done it. I had my fingers on that glass the whole time. Yeah, that was one of the ones that sold me. But the question was a big one that sold me. But yeah, it was weird watching this glass. It was just the way it was moving and it was sort of stuttering and trying to find the letters. And yeah, it was odd. And there was so many different kinds of glass movement i don't know if that's a thing um like so some was smooth some was like really jerky some yeah, was like some were quite um yeah like jerky some yeah. were very smooth some would do like a lap to try and understand the board and they do a couple of laps first and then because you had your yes and no at the top and then your letters and they do a lot of yes no answers and they'd spell out words it was yeah yeah I, as i said for the first year or so i thought it was shit i thought i, yeah. I, I was more interested in is there give magnets me, give, under the table trying yeah, yeah, to hold the yeah. glass down and all this kind of stuff? I'm getting a free dinner. Yeah, and I'm getting a free dinner. That was the main thing at the time was a free dinner. And then the thing with Darren happened and it sort of went, fuck. Holy shit. shit. So what about the, what was it called? Regression, what did you call Regression it? Regression hypnosis. And so what's what's involved in that? They just get you on a couch and Yeah, they hypnotise you and then supposedly talk to you. I mean, I don't remember any of it. I remember sitting there as the dude was talking to me and counting and doing shit. And then I remember being woken up and being told a couple of things. It was a basically insignificant few regressions. Um, I wasn't anything major. The mafia one was the standout. That one was a big one. That was the big one. And do they record it or do they and play it back for you so you know it's real or do they just tell you what no, happened? No, she had notes. She had notes. Mm. See, I'm dubious. I'm a bit of a cynic sometimes. I'm like, I want to believe... But at the same time, I want to know that the process was legit. So I would say, well, why didn't you record it and just play the recording back to me so I know it's me? What was the you name? Know? Not that I don't believe you, but why did you just write it down on a... Yeah, why didn't you record it? Why didn't you just record it, you know? like yeah. Back in the day with your tape deck. Oh, yeah, 8-tracker. 8-tracker. Oh, yeah, not like our sophisticated recording studio that we have here in a dad's basement. It's Flash. It's got better. And we're not popping anymore because we've got little thing- thingies in front of the microphone. I know, it's like I'm talking through a fly screen. It's like, well, yes. I know, we've got very sophisticated. Very yeah, sophisticated. Yeah. This board's much better than the other one. It's got more lights on it. Yeah, well, I, he, actually, it pisses Jason Relaxation off because this board is better. They use this board. Um, I told you who uses this board. Uh, Autosport did. They put in a very makeshift studio just before winter testing. I don't want to go to F1 again, but... No. Um, they were recording on a table, like a coffee table, and they used this board. I know it was this board, this Rode, Rodecaster. Pro. It's Rodecaster Pro, yeah, it's very common. 
um, for like portability. So I could take it to your place. It's not a big deal. Like, yeah, no, because you set it up and take it down, don't you? Yeah, for ten minutes, man. I'm done. I set up and take it down. So, but yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, I could probably call. You know what this would record though. You know about white noise, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That's another rabbit hole, man. Well, you know they did a movie on it with Michael Keaton. They did, didn't they? I yeah. I've ever watched it. So Michael Keaton, he's, I think it's his wife. She dies. And he gets obsessed with trying to contact her or find out if she's still alive. Or he hears about the concept of white noise. And I could be butchering all this because it's been a long time since well, I've seen the movie. it's actually something you can ask Google. To do white noise for bed. Yeah. Yeah. So they do. So he records it, right? And it leads to all these other kind of Hollywood type things. But have you ever seen Ghost Adventures? They're the, are they the ghost hunty dudes? They're the ghost hunty dudes. Well, I'll tell you what. They're ghost hunters meets jackass, <laughs> right? So the, the lead guy, his name's Zach. He's like built like a brick shit house. Jason got me onto this show. He loves it, right? He says it's not as good now as it was back in the early series, but they basically go around to very, very bad places, like known trouble spots. Like yep. they go to a mental asylum that's abandoned. They go to a prison that's now abandoned and run down. They'll go to uh, a school, all sorts of places, right? And they'll have a local guide. I think I've told this story before. They'll have, they'll have a local guide who tells the audience, the TV viewers, including the Ghost Adventures crew, you're now uh, part of this mental asylum or hospital yep. where we had mental uh, illness patients for, you know, between 1901 to 1950. And during this time, we had like 50 murders and rapes and all sorts of wet, really evil bad shit, right? And the guy will say, okay, I'm going to lock you in now. And close the door and I'll come back at dawn and I'll let you out. And during that time between, you know, they go in at dark, you know, and then dawn, they record everything and they've got the white noise meters. So they walk around and they've got the, what do you call that? Infrared, not infrared, the night vision. Yep. So they can see where they're going, but they've also got the, what oh, do you call it? side note. Um, one of them, I watched one on YouTube recently who was using an Xbox Connect. Yeah, I know. We'll get to that if you want. But they've got this um, white noise meter and they'll hear things like, it's the God, it's the God. And then they'll replay it back. And I mean, you can believe it or not, some of them I think are bullshit, phony, fake because they're like definitely acting, being scared. And other times, you know, they're, very, they're really scared. They're not acting that. You can't act scared as well as they are, right? It's impossible. Yep. And uh, they're freaking out. It's like aliens. They're freaking out. They're running around. They don't know what they're do doing. They're all disorientated because they're hearing shit. One episode, one of them got possessed. Legit. Like he got, he, want, he wanted to be, he, he, it was like a brewery, like a, a brewery in somewhere in the US. And I think someone was killed or murdered in this like old brewery. And so they go investigate it and things go bad from bad to worse. And they're getting stuff on their white noise meter. And they got a, what's that meter? EV meter? Oh, yep. So they got an EV meter. They got a white noise, like, microphone. And the EV meter is going off. They're picking up all sorts of wacky shit on their white noise meters. And uh, the guys, one of the crews there saying, you guys need to leave me. And he's in a corner. Like, he's huddled up in a corner in the darkness. 
And they go, what's wrong with you, man? I think his name was Nick. They go, what's wrong with you, Nick? And he goes, if you guys don't go now, I really think I'm going to hurt you. And they go, what do you mean? He goes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hurt you. I think I'm going to murder you. I feel like, like killing you. And you could say that it's all made up, but the actual image of his face was really um, evil. Yep. And I don't think he's good enough actor to like pull that off. But what they pick up on, I think that's this episode, they pick up on this particular, like their cameras, just before he goes a bit weird, a shadow goes behind him and goes through him and stays in him for a bit, like it's possessed him, like it's inside him. It's a funny show, but sometimes the places that they go to are really quite interesting historically from yeah. like a hot spot of ghost activity. Um, I haven't watched it for a long time, but Jason Relaxation loves that shit. He fucking loves it. There was one I was watching the other week. They went to a um, it's some haunted um, what's the name of the word? What's a uh, ghost town? Oh in, yeah, in America. Yeah, and there's a few, you know one of those old gold mining towns is now dead, and there's three or four people left, and one of them has a museum and it has ghosts, and they've gone and slept in there for the night, and they were freaking the truck out. In a big way, you know. But they didn't have any of the fancy cameras and all that. That yeah. was just purely based on, we're just going to stay here for the night yeah. and see what it's like. And they all come out in the morning going, Whoop. that was weird. We, yeah. We'd like to actually come back here again with some meters and yeah. some stuff. You know, we don't know what we're doing, but we want to come back and do it because that was creepy as. Did you say you've done a ghost tour? Yes. And you said you saw something. Yeah, we saw something. It was at the Fremantle Prison, which is closed. It was a convict prison. Um, yeah, we were standing in one of the cells and I was with a friend and both of us saw it and it was something that sort of come through the wall, turned left and went through another wall. It was... Dun, dun, dun. It was, yeah, both of us sort of looked at each other and went... Holy shit. We're both looking at each other. That means we both saw the same thing. It was like, yep, turned left, went there, yep, yeah. yep, yep. So to both of us saw it. It was... Couldn't make out what it was. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Your brain, I don't think, is capable. It's of not only that. It was. Yeah. It's a night ghost tour. So. Oh Jesus yeah, it, Christ! It's in man. a prison, in a convict prison that was quite old. Yeah. And yeah, it was dark. I don't know if I want to go to that shit. You know why? A couple of reasons. First one is it's one. It's scary, and so I wouldn't be able to sleep for weeks without my teddy bear, right? But I've heard of stories. I don't know if you've heard of this shit where. This happened in Ghost Adventures, that TV show I was just telling you about. Yep. Where they go to these places, like I said, they go lock themselves in, all sorts of stuff happens. But what's happened on a few occasions to them is when they've seen mediums, the medium has said that whatever you've been in contact with has now attached itself to you and you are now, it's now, it's wherever you go, it's with you. So... If you go to your own house and you think you're safe, you're not now because this thing that you've now pissed off is actually attached to you and it's going to just be part of your life now. Yeah, so that was um, – I've heard of that heaps. Yeah, so that was attachment. Actually, yeah, yeah, when I was into that kind of stuff with ladies, um, she used to – every seance she'd finish off with – it was a little chant. A cleansing. A, a cleansing chant yeah. to get rid of anything that had attached because there were bad things that were coming through. And yeah. Yeah, so yeah, she's a chant to. That's why I wouldn't do a Ouija board, man. Like as a kid, as a, like without someone that knows what they're doing. Like if you're just a dumb fuck that's going to a cemetery and you're pissing about with a board, 
you don't know what you're doing, man. What if you call some demon that then attaches itself to you and you go home and, I don't know, it gets in the electronics of the golf and before you know it, you're steering into a power pole? You don't know what's going on, man. I don't want to. I don't want to play with fire. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking. It about, scares yeah. the shit out of me. This shit. It does, man. Like, because all those stories about kids in the movies. I know it's always movies, but they play with Ouija boards and some. Bat, they bring. They summon a demon, and then that demon comes in. Was it fucking Amityville Horror? One of those shows. It was, wasn't it? That did it. Yeah, one of those shows, one of those horror movies where they they use a Ouija board and it and it's some it's all it needed to get the demon that was trapped in some bullshit wall to get out of the wall, or it might have been uh, not the summoning that uh, conjuring, one of those, like one of those conjuring movies. Oh yeah, I yeah. Have you seen that? Have you seen that fucking movie? No. That, you know, it's based on a true story. Is it? Yeah. So those two, that couple in the conjuring. You know how it's based in the seventies. Yep, I know about it. I, don't I can't remember it. the name of the couple, but the couple they are tr- they are uh, they are they are legit. That happened. That actually happened. They are a couple that go around and they try and help people that are got a house that's got a a, a terrible demon or a ghost, and they want to try and like cleanse it. And so they go in, but sometimes they have to get the permission from the church to do it. So all of that shit was actually partially true on a true like based on a true story, the yep. conjuring movies, conjuring one and two. Um and so yeah, I I don't like I don't I just think they're it's juju, man. It's fucking juju. It is juju, for sure. You know, like like when I was in New Orleans, all the Haitians, because you know it's a very big oh, that's Haitian massive. Pop, you know, from Haiti and those parts in the world, they they migrated to the south of, in America, particularly Louisiana, so New Orleans, and uh, man, you you would go into shops there on Bourbon Street. And I know it was for tourists. I know it was, but there's bones there. There's fucking like um, I got the Juju doll right there. See the Juju doll, the yellow one. No, no, no. Oh, hang that, on, next to it. Oh that, shit. Yeah, that one. You see that the Juju doll? Oh wow. I've never actually noticed that. That that'll be on my Instagram for sure. The Juju doll. The Juju doll. So that shit's real to them. Like, if you want to fuck somebody up, right, you get their image or something or their blood or some bullshit and you use the juju doll or something like that and you and you, you put pins in it like a voodoo doll, like or, a voodoo doll or, yeah. or juju doll, you actually fuck them up, you know? Ooh. To them, that's that's real, you know? And I started getting I started getting a bit worried about which, it. Which they uh, shrink wrap and mass sell by the looks of it. It's made in China as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But the point is, is that to them, that all that stuff is real. Like, you don't tempt fate. It's bad juju. So if you're, like, um, playing with a Lu- uh, Luigi board. <laughs> it's me, Luigi. Luigi board. <laughs> if you're playing with a um, Ouija board in a cemetery and you don't know what you're doing, I don't know, man. I think it's, that's, it's that's bad juju, man. It was freaky. It yeah. was the weirdest. As I said, there's just the blackness. Just coming towards you and stopping and then coming and then stopping and then it was, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, we weren't smart enough not to do it again because we went back and then got told off, as I said, Joe. By the the demon. Well, we don't know what it was. We were told off. It was a voice. We all heard the voice and it told us. Don't do it again. Don't do this. Not here. Don't do it again. Holy shit. Which cemetery was that? It wasn't a Tuong. Don't know. I remember going into one cemetery one time and it was the weirdest thing. So we were um, 
we're actually forward driving. We were following this forward driving path. We knew there was a cemetery somewhere around us, but we didn't actually know where it was. Um, it was with that old mate in his Suzuki Sierra. And went over this through this gate. And the gate was open and there was a fence there. And there was it was weird, like fine right up until that moment. As soon as we both went across that fence, there was three of us in the car. All three of us were like, Wow, it's really cold here. And then we got a bit further in, it's like this is a Something's not right here. It doesn't feel right. And we stumbled into the cemetery. Oh, are you kidding? And it, it was, uh, we had no idea, but it was, we could feel that we were somewhere different. Yeah, it was colder. It was weird. Because that's the common theme, isn't it? Like, uh, if there's a, a ghost around or a presence around near you, there's then the temperature drops. drops. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, I mean, that movie's so, it's been so cliche now that, uh, what was it? Um, where Bruce Willis is actually dead and the kid can see dead bodies. What was that movie? It's, no, it's the no. Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense, yeah. yeah. And so whenever Bruce Willis, who, by the way, spoilers, is dead, I picked up on that straight away. Because you I know had what? I a feeling because no what? one responded with him. There was that. Everyone, no one responded to him, which made no sense to me. So, you know, how he was complaining his wife was distant and cold and wasn't affectionate to him, to him anymore. Well, she would have, I thought, said something to me, to him like, you're a prick. The big, you know what the big deal was? He never changed his clothes. So that made no sense to me if he was a real doctor, why he kept wearing the same clothes over and over yeah. again. Yeah, no, mine was because no one responded to it. That, made, that was the other one for me too. So I knew something was up. So when the little kid comes up and says, well, I can see dead people and you're dead too, and there was a like, dun-dun-dun uh-huh. moment, I kind of went, well, I... I didn't I, I'm not I am shocked I won't lie but I'm not surprised because you're wearing the same shit you wore <laughs> since the start of the movie and you're supposed to be this fancy pantsy doctor maybe he's like Steve Jobs and all that you know just a hundred turtlenecks and blue yeah. jeans yeah it's right. could be like Steve Jobs you know but every time <clears throat> that kid saw him or an, another ghost the room temperature would drop oh. it would get very cold and and that's the common theme when you hear about people that see ghosts okay I'm not going to say I had an experience because I don't think I did. Maybe I just wanted to believe something, but I saw that thing out of the corner of my eye. I don't remember the room dropping in temperature very much. I don't remember. No, that, I, for the the one in the in the prison, I don't remember the room temperature no. changing. <clears throat> I definitely the, graveyards are always cold, but see, only I never felt it. The other two it was the, that one was really odd, and as I said, we. We knew we were close to the graveyard, but we didn't think we'd actually cross into it. Right. Um, and then we crossed into it just because there was a fence. and Yeah. It wasn't until, you know, we got through the fence. We didn't know where we were because, you know, this is what, early 90s. It's not like we had Google to look shit up. Yeah, that's get, right. You know, oh, whereabouts are we on the GPS yeah. now? Ha, oh, ha, we're, ha, we're, ha. oh, we're in a graveyard. Oh, okay. Yeah. We didn't have any of that. It was just we went through this gate and all of us, you know. Yeah. And you could actually feel it because we did a, not a test, but – you could step either side of the gate and you're like, it's kind of weird. It's kind of kind of warm over here. It's kind of cool over here. Yeah. You know, it's all well, I just, um, you know, whenever you go to a graveyard, to me, it could be a hot day. It's always cooler than every other place. I know it's in my head, but I don't know about you. I go to a graveyard. Not that not I go very much, but I always look at the stones. Dates. Yeah, I love looking at the And stones. I look at the dates. Yes. And I get really upset and sad when I see someone died that was... Oh, so my when age. they're short, they're yeah. I like, I oh, younger. Like the, the short dates, yeah. yeah. Like they're only one or two years old. You go, yeah, what the fuck happened there? You know. And uh, if they're only 
relatively young, you know something happened to them, and you're like, well, what happened? You know, what's it? It all tells a story, and you're like, well, what was their story? Why did they only get to 20 years old or something? Well, you know what happened? What yeah. happened? You know who? And I always think who comes to visit them. You know, because it doesn't. Some of these ones don't look like many people come there anymore. No, you know. And then I think, uh, I think it's that they every what is it? Is it two hundred years they reclaim the the land to reuse it? Is it two hundred years? I think it is. Oh, I could be wrong. We might have to ask a certain person we know that's in that business. But oh yeah, he'd know. He'd know. He? I just wonder what. I know it's quite a like lengthy period because obviously relatives are still entitled to come and visit their. Uh, you know, they're passed on relatives for many, many years. So maybe I'd heard it was 200. I could be completely wrong. I probably am. Maybe it's 100. But it's a long time because it could be the grandchildren or the yeah, nephews or the whatever it is, and uh, they come and see their great-grandparents. That's the proviso. You're still entitled to see your great-grandparents or your whatever it is. I could be completely speaking out of my ass. I don't know. But I know it's a long time. Yeah. But at some point, they dig that shit up. There's they they dig that nothing left. Now. Well, who, well what's it, but there's no one around to pro- protest. No, who's going to be there like 200 years from now? Who gives a fuck? You know, like that's the point. Not any of these kids no. nowadays. No, no one to care now. No, these kids now they live for today. They don't live beyond tomorrow, right? And I understand that, but they don't live like we we grew up with being drummed into our head, well, you got to work to your 65 or 67 and you got to have superannuation and you, are you investing, Rocket Russell? Because you got to invest for the future and what's your retirement plan look like and all that shit. None of these kids want to hear that. They don't want to hear that. Don't care. No. That's too far. That's not tomorrow. That's not tomorrow. Tomorrow, oh, tomorrow I'm going to get my S20. My S20 Ultra. Fucking Samsung bullshit phone that does the same shit, by the way, that the last fucking phone did. You know? And it's copied the Apple camera. I hate that. Oh, it looks awful. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. I don't I just... Uh, I've got the S, S10 Plus. It's good enough for me. I'll, I'll keep it for another couple of years and then I'm, I'll move on, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> you looked at it and you had a message. No, no. I was around the corner from here the other night. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jameson Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was there and it came up with 5G on my phone. Oh, you got the 5G one, haven't you? I got you? the 5G one. Yeah, there would probably be 5G out here. Yeah. yeah. And it was actually fast. Is it really, really fast? Uh, that was the first time. So I've had this phone for, what, a year now? I've gone into 5G zones a few you. times. I told you. Last and year it's been you. fucking woeful. I yeah. mean, the one in the city, there's 5G in the city. Yeah, but I, I actually hated when I was working in the city, uh, that zone between, you know, when you come out of the, the tunnels at Town Hall? Yeah. And up to Central and then to Redfern. Yeah. I really hated that zone yeah. because you clicks to 5G. Yeah. And you couldn't do anything. The 5G yeah. was so slow. Yeah. It just... Because <laughs> the problem with 5G is it doesn't penetrate concrete or walls. It did. Yeah, so it's it's useless, basically, in a tunnel. It's useless. It was useless out and open. It, yeah. it wasn't any faster. But the one I had in Penrith the other night... Yeah. Um, it blitzed along. That's because it's impressed. in the open. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the problem when you that's what they're saying in in a densely populated area like a city then you need to really saturate that area full of 5G towers but the but the counter this is this conspiracy theory the cancer the, yeah that's just that's just what's that doing to your body 
And the really interesting thing was when they implemented 5G, there hadn't been a comprehensive study medically on what 5G does to the human body. Because those waves don't bounce off your body. They actually go through your body like an X-ray, right? So what's that shit doing to your body? And nowhere in the world had actually done a study on it and actually said, well, we have a concern with exposure for, I don't know, 5, 10, 15 years worth of exposure. We don't know. No one's got a fucking answer on that shit. It's like the... um Oh fuck! It used to be used in extra. It wasn't. It was one of the artificial. It was the big artificial sweetener. Oh, that's uh started with P. Stupidly long word. Oh, pseudoephedrine. No, that's no, fucking no, that, speed. That's speed. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a uh, fit fit fennel. I can't remember fennel. But basically, it's a something. It was a byproduct of a chemical weapon that went wrong. Yeah. Um. Couldn't get it through the FDA, the Federal Department of Food Administration in America, because there was no long-term studies on it. And then a certain Donald Rumsfeld became the CEO of the company. And within six months, it was used in every product and now has been taken away because they know it causes eye problems and other associated problems. It's just like GMO foods, man. Like what no one really knows, truly knows, what that will do to you over a period of 20 years. Like, well, no one knows. Well, they right? reckon now pretty much every crop is GMO now. Yeah. Because it's just spread and people don't know yeah. whether but they've see, got GMO but or see, not. But see, we're at fault, right? And I'll never forget this. Years and years ago, the company I used to work for, the one that you and I used to, you know, you met me at, one of our big customers was a food retailer. I'm not going to mention it. And I went to their head office and it was like a vendor management uh, conference on what they wanted their vendors to do to help their processes and all that kind of stuff. And there was a guy, senior manager, that came out. He was now in charge of the petrol division, and uh, he'd been with it, been uh, with um, that particular company for like thirty years. And somebody raised the point on GMO and snap freezing foods and fertilizer, all sorts of shit, right? And he had the best comeback I've ever heard. You know what it was? Well, all of our customers, including you, demand fruit at a season that is not normally conducive for that particular food stuff to be grown in. Yep. And you also demand uniformity. No one wants, you know, speckled fruit or apples that are not a nice round red color or all this sort of shit. And in order to do that, we have to bombard it with fertilizer. And... It, and something else he said, he goes, and someone, and you all want the same length of carrot, you all want the same color of carrot, you all want this, and so that's why companies use GMO. That's what he said. Now, yeah. I don't agree with that, but that's what he fucking it's said. A, it's the dead set truth. Yeah. You want a banana at, any, yep. at every time of the year? Well, that's yep. where, what happens. Because yep. they don't grow in winter. No. So, well, where, so where are you getting them from? Oh, you don't want them from Brazil, do you? So you want them from Australia. So how do you grow them? You grow them up north which is where we're lucky. We can grow it up in Brisbane beyond, right? And further north. Cairns, yep. Cairns. But you want it a certain length. You want it a certain, like, uniformity. Well, they don't naturally grow like that nine times out of ten. They'd tamper with it to do that. Yeah, That's what he was saying. It's like apples. You know? yeah, yeah, like you're saying, apples. Yeah. So what, our, our main apples are Granny Smith, Red Delicious, Pink Lady. Yeah. Which are the three... Probably most plain tasting apples there is. There's a place, I, I didn't tell you about it because you weren't going down south in Tassie. And he's got 120 different types of apples down there. 
Yeah. And none of them, none of them were those three that we've mentioned. And we went down there and had a go, and it was like some of these apples were just mine. It was like, why am I not eating this? Why yeah. am I eating that shit? And he's like, because look at it. Yeah, it's not what you want. It doesn't look no, pretty. No, it doesn't look pretty. That's right. It tastes amazing. It just doesn't look pretty. Yeah. People want stuff that looks pretty, yeah. and that's the three yeah. prettiest looking apples yeah. there is. That's why we get them. So, right. so next time you go to your food retailer, I'm not going to mention the names. People that live in Australia know who I'm talking about. Look at the fruit. It all looks the same. And if there's one bad one, you all throw it to the side. You all do it. We all do it. I'm guilty of it too. We're all guilty of it. But how do you get it to be uniform and pretty and look the way you want it to look? Well, they tamper with it, right? And I don't agree with it, but that's the way it is. And the big problem I think is is that, well, what what's that actually doing to your body over a period of time? Nine times out of ten, most people, it won't affect them. Most people are resilient to ten, all these shit. Tenth one, isn't it? It's the tenth one, right? It's that poor prick that isn't resilient to all the shit they throw at you, and they're the ones that get, you know, the big Spanish dancer or cancer, whatever you want to call it. They're the ones that fucking suffer, right? And what's the explanation for it? I don't know. They might be the, but they become the ghosts quicker. That is a problem. And that, like, you know, just the um, Coles. Sorry. Oh, we don't. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that company with the red spot? No, that's not even them, is it? No, that's the other one. Got into trouble during the week because, you know, we've had our plastic bag ban. And you oh, buy fuck, it. yeah, fucking that's and another rant. They've, they've come out and they you can buy individually packaged hot cross buns. Yeah. In plastic yeah. containers. Yeah. But, see, that's where it's all bullshit, That's where man. it's fucked. I keep saying this to people, right? You fuckers all want environmental shit, but you don't, but you don't want to sacrifice anything. You don't want to sacrifice convenience. That's right. You fucks are now going to buy one hot cross bun. That should never be allowed. If you're really serious about this shit, you cut back on all your plastics rather than create more of it, right? Oh, by the way, here's an update. Remember when I told you the story about the the, the, the Coles delivery guy that accused me of being a pedophile oh. for wanting plastic bags? Because he said, in Canada, if you buy a plastic bag, right, they put you're a pedophile on the plastic bag, and I said that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Yep. Guess what? I had another delivery the other day from Coles, and I just happened to mention it to he was he was a very nice guy, this bloke. So and I said, mate, you're a big change from the other bloke I normally get. He goes, let me guess. Bloke with silver hair, silver beard. I go, yep. And he goes, he's gone, mate. I go, really? Why is that? And he goes, well, apparently the last the straw that broke the camel's back was he uh, he said something to a lady that was heavily pregnant and she cried and she made a complaint to HQ and they put they, they got rid of him then and there for what he told her. And he wouldn't repeat what he said and I won't repeat it. And um and I and I told this other bloke what it, what this guy accused me of. He goes, That's the most fucking ridiculous shit I've ever heard. I go, Tell me about it. He says, Why didn't you complain? I said, mate, I'm over complaining. If it's not the fucking post office it's now you. It's somebody else. No one can. I'm just over it, mate. You take me back to the fucking eighties, right? Me back. And he goes, "Well, he's gone." And that's the end of the fucking story. So who was right? Me, right? But I don't know how we got from that to from from ghosts to GMO. I was, saying, I, <laughs> I was trying to work this out before. I was like, "How the hell have we gone down this tangent?" Oh, we go down rabbit holes, man. It's brilliant. I love. I know, it. but you know why? Because I was getting a bit scared. Well, yeah, yeah I, we I need to change subject. I, I'll tell you something now, Rocket Russell. I'll give you a bit of a bit of a heads up. What I normally do when you guys come 
and you talk about, you do your podcast with me and you guys leave after it's all done, I tend to listen. I was telling you the other day, I listened back on it on the soundboard, but I put the headphones on. And so I'm all, I can't hear anything. So I'm not going to do that now because I'm a bit scared because <laughs> I'm going to have the headphones on and when I'm not aware of it, a ghost is going to come up behind me. He's going to put his hand through. He's going to put his hand on me and he's going to go, it's the God. <laughs> oh, some bullshit. Or, Don't do this. <laughs> You're in danger. Oh, <laughs> some fucking shit. I can't do it, man. No, it freaks me the fuck out, man. I just... It's something I can't explain. I don't understand it, and I don't think anybody can. But I do respect people that go, "It's all bullshit." I get it. Yeah, same it's like as everything. It if like- somebody says I don't believe in mediums because it's bullshit, I get it because it's very hard to understand unless you've done it. But see, I would say to somebody that didn't understand it or like it and say it was bullshit, well, before you argue that with me, do me a favor, just go do it Have yourself. Have a go first. Yeah. Have a go, but do this. Just Take sit notes. in the chair. Don't say anything to them and have an open mind. Just ha- just do that for me. Have an open mind and then do do the process and then come back and talk to me about it and then we'll have a debate on it. That's all you got to do, right? Yeah, and as I said, it's, you know, like I've had one that was pretty good. Yep. Caught a few things and I had one who... I had one that was... Like didn't I said, call shit. I had, the, the thing that blows my mind, I've said it before, they both said the same thing. The, the second one kind of scared me because she was doing the voodoo shit and the juju shit with the glass and, you know, she just basically read my uh When did the um, my mind with bowl a, with like a thing around it? What was she making, a cake or something? <laughs> what was, you know, the, you know they, they make that sound, of the, they run the thing around the middle of the Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, they do that in yoga too. Do they? Yeah. When you're doing Shavasana, they've got the thing and so it builds up this vibration. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. something like yeah. that. She was running like, yeah. And yeah. And it goes through your head. Yes. And your head starts vibrating. And you're like, what the fuck is What the fuck on? happened there? No, it's very disconcerting shit, man. I don't know, but Rocket Russell, thank you for sharing your story. Have you said everything you wanted to say? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. just, I just need to, I need to piss, man. I've got That's this alkaline water and I'm a bit scared. Alkaline water, killer coffee. Killer coffee and alkaline water is a brutal mix. That's what we've had. And wasabi. And wasabi. So we had wasabi before we got here. We were wasabied up. Wasabi'd we had up. runny noses. It was seeing who could pull the biggest face, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you found that pepper shit. Oh, that wasn't as hot as a wasabi, but it was a lot. Yeah, I know what I loved? How you took the pepper stuff, right, and you stuck it on your tongue a tiny little bit, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's bullshit. That's nothing. And about... I don't know, 10, 15 seconds later, it registered with your brain <laughs> that actually what was on your tongue was actually really hot. It was peppers, yep. And then you said, then your brain started going, ow, ow. That's <laughs> like wasabi. <sighs> wasabi just like your brain doesn't know what to do and you're stuck getting runny eyes and a runny nose. And Same as hot English mustard. I love hot English mustard. Yeah, I do too. I like that on um, like corned beef meat. or something. Yeah. Oh, any type of meat. Yeah. And big slabs of it. Ham, corned beef. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. well, as long as it's not GMO. <laughs> and it's got no pesticides. I no longer give a fuck. Just whatever. Yeah. Just whatever. You know, I can't I can't beat it now. There's no point. And then, you know, with all these people, they reckon 
like I was watching a conference the other week and they were saying pretty much everything now is GMO. Yeah, we just don't know about it. We just don't and know about know, it because yeah. it's infected all the fields that we think aren't GMO. But, you know, know yeah, well, it's that, there's that one. And the other big one is, is that there's no real regulation to, to, to really promote it, to say that that's what you're eating. Yeah, and there's, no, there's nothing on the packaging no. or... No, no, it's beautiful. It's, <laughs> it's one of those We're all going to be ghosts, man. We're all... Then we'll get to see if they're real. Yeah, you know what? If I can get the, if I, I see, I don't like talking about it because it just tempts fate. You hear so many fucking stories of people saying, like Houdini was the classic. You know, Houdini was like obsessed with death. Yes. That's why he used to do all those tricks. So Houdini, I think he said it to his wife and his friends, but particularly his wife, when I die, I promise I'll come back. And because he was Houdini, everyone thought, oh, he's going to pull it off. He'll, he'll get out of death. No problem. Not a fucking peep. He wasn't even a ghost, you know? He wasn't even like a mischievous ghost that would move shit around, you know? I have that problem in my house. I swear I've put the remote control <laughs> down on my fucking coffee table, but I find it on my breakfast bar, and I'm like, where did that go? But that's How just Alzheimer's. Yeah, no. I did it the other day. I spent a good 15 minutes looking for the TV remote, and I was at the computer. Where I'd been sitting and no, watching. Was it, was it you or a ghost? No, it was me. Oh. I'd been sitting there watching TV and flicking channels and put it down yeah. and gone out. I just get really, there are times, honestly, at night, all I'm going to say is this, man. I'm not going over those experiences again. That's a broken record stuff. But I do know at night there are sounds in this unit that are unexplained and there are many times when I go, fuck this place, I'm putting it on the market. <laughs> But then when I learn about demons attaching themselves to you, it doesn't matter where you go. No, you're fucked. You could go to Hawaii, like a really happy place, and have happy people around you, right? And and lie next to a really happy person. <laughs> <laughs> who makes who makes your, your sleep even happier? But you, you can't you can't escape this shit, no, man. man. The, demons the, demon, the demons there just sitting right beside the happy person going. I'll wait till she fucking goes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna latch onto you. <laughs> yeah, you're gone. You're gone. No, I'm gone. scared, man. Is that everything you got to say, Rocket Russell? Yeah, man. Crazy for an, for an impromptu one. It's very impromptu, but that's a story you told me, and I never knew about it. So ah, that's a go. that's a it's fucking, a cracker, mate. You've got some wacky shit going on, man. I tell you, it's ah, too many years. Oh, yeah, oh, no, it's fucking. Ridiculous. That's one less wacky thing you have to tell me about before we become ghosts. And you got other ones. Oh, there's wacky ones. Oh, fuck. I don't know, but that's a good impromptu wacky story. It was a good impromptu wacky yep. one. I appreciate it, Rocket Russell. Thank you very much for coming in. Thanks for having me, as always. Oh, good man. Thank you, Dad, for letting us use your garage. Legend. Thank you for the two people that have been listening to this bullshit podcast. I appreciate it. You know you can also listen to this podcast on all streaming podcast services. I noticed it's popping back slowly back on YouTube without the video. Yes, that, yes. yes it is. Yeah, yeah. So, so we, YouTube as well? For, yeah, yeah. That was Super Simon who liked listening to it on YouTube. Yeah, some it? people like YouTube more than others. I don't know why, but we don't have a, the capability of using video anymore. Um, and we're not really going to do that because no one watches us. So I get like two people that have... If I go to my social blade, right? Have you, you know what social blade is? Oh, that's the it's what the it, background app, it, isn't it? It tells you how many people have been watching you on YouTube, and we have got well, we had two people watching us yesterday. Oh, mine was last week. <laughs> no one sub, no one subscribing. I've subscribed. You do. You're the best. You're the best. Eight, we've had eighty nine views in thirty days. 
on just on YouTube. You're you're on your way to being rich. I'm on my. We're you know we are we're C grade. We're a C grade YouTube channel. It's <laughs> fucking beautiful. That Fuck is. it. I think I've got a hundred. I think I'll go to hundred episodes, and then after that, I'll reassess everything and I might retire. Fuck it. No, no, because you got to stay on for 2022, haven't you? Isn't that Pedro's next one? No, fuck him. That little prick's coming. He's only coming in a few weeks. Ring-a-ding-ding. Ding, That's right. He's he coming said 2022. I heard it on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, he says that, but he's winding me up. He's trying to get out of it. Well, He, went, he hopes I become a fucking ghost and he doesn't have to worry about this bullshit. Right? That's what he wants. I won't give him the satisfaction, the little prick. He's got his own T-shirt now. What more does he fucking want? I know. Turns up for one show. He's got his own shirt. I know. But he's real. I told you all. I told everybody. And he came here. I was shocked, actually. Actually, it was a great, it's really a great day because I didn't know he was coming here. And what happened was Jason Relaxation had set it up with him. Like you and him are talking about this other wacky theory that you're working on that we'll talk about in the future. And he was talking to uh, Jason Relaxation. And uh, they had lined it up. To come here on the, on a Friday, which I you know I don't record on Fridays, no. and so I'd been to the weapons gym and did some stuff with him, and I said to Jason relaxation, I don't know why you want to come on Friday to record, dude. I'm fucking busy on Friday mornings. He's like, well, you need to be home by eleven thirty. I'm like, well, I'll try, but I'm busy, man. I didn't know Pedro was here, so I got home, and here's Jason relaxation and Pedro standing on my doorstep, and I'm like, holy fuck. And I just thought he was coming for lunch. And then he said, no, 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 I want to record. And I was completely unprepared for that. Like, this this was improm- This was an impromptu? Yes. That was more, more impromptu. Because I didn't know, I wasn't ready for him at all. And we set up the gear and, uh, yeah, we started rolling and it was all right. It turned out okay. And uh, But he's real. And he says he'll come back because we want to talk about our European adventures. When we Holiday backpack around. That, that might be the opener. Holiday Road. Holiday Road. <laughs> On that note, we'll fucking end it. Thank you, Rocket Russell, for telling me all about your ghost adventures. Thanks for having me. Thank you for the two people that are listening on this bullshit podcast. You can get us on all podcasting services like Spotify, CastBox, iTunes, Stitcher. YouTube. YouTube now as well. We're on YouTube, but no video. I'm not pretty enough. You fucks. Voice made for radio. Only a voice made for radio and only a voice a mother could love. But there you go. And uh, what else? Uh, that's about it, I think. It. I'm done with that. I've done my advertising. You can get us, you can get some shirts and merchandise off shop.inverty.net. And just remember, 10% of the proceeds go to a charity. It's all made from the US. It's all high quality cotton. Lovely cotton. It is seriously, it is seriously, lovely seriously. Cotton. I'm not. When you were yeah. talking about it the other week with Pedro, I was like, yeah. yeah they haven't a way. You've now place. got your own, right? I've That's, got my own. Yeah. The, the cotton's much nicer than my. My Aussie. Uh, we we get shit cotton here. That's why he's sourced from the US, man. I'm not kidding. That is fucking legit. Go sock puppet, Jason. Uh, he's. Fu- he, I tell you, he's a talented little prick, right? He's, he's a sh- fuck, but he's a talented. He's just got fuck. a sandy vagina. He needs to get over it, and he'll be okay. Yep. Right. It's okay. He better have gone to the doctor. Yeah. Got that stuff. I That's right. Well, well, thank you, sandy vagina, Jason. Relaxation. Please remove the sand from your vagina as soon as you can. And we'll see you soon. And we'll see you soon. Until next time. I'm sorry I ran into my fucking ghost. I can't help it. 
I'm fucking scared of them. I'm sure I saw one that day and he fucking scared me. I've been chased ever since by a ghost. I just want a ghost that does what it does in Ghostbusters, where it removes my pants and does something to my penis at night. I'd really like that. I'd appreciate it. But no, I just get scary once I go fucking bump in the night and make my fucking house creak. And I don't like it. And they're moving my shit as well. I know they fucking are. My, my TV remote fucking moves all over the place. One day I found it up my ass. I don't know how that fucking happened. And next week, my ghost adventurers will have some more retreatment, more bullshit. But until then, you can roll it, monkeys. Where's the fucking button? <laughs>